This is a Federal News Network podcast. The priority list for the Veterans Affairs Department is growing. It's juggling electronic health record modernization and an overhaul of its financial business management system. It's implementing several big pieces of legislation, and it's still responding to the pandemic. Dennis McDonough is President Biden's pick to lead the VA. He acknowledges he's not a veteran, but he says he does have experience working through big, complicated problems at complex agencies. We get more now from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Dennis McDonough knows he doesn't have the background that most members of Congress and veterans expect when they think about who's in charge at VA. He's not a veteran, but McDonough was the chief of staff for former President Barack Obama. And he says that experience will be an asset if he's confirmed to be the new VA secretary. I know and understand the federal government from both ends of Pennsylvania Avenue. I can unstick problems inside agencies and across agencies, and especially an agency as large as VA. That's an important skill, and in fact, I've spent a lot of time working with many members of this committee on doing just that. And then there's something more. Going back to those attacks on 9-11 for 20 years, I've been afforded in my public service something relatively few Americans are granted, which is to see up close the excellence, the execution, the talent of our armed forces. And I've been deeply moved by that. The list of items on VA's to-do list is pretty long. Electronic health record modernization is a huge undertaking and will take at least seven more years. VA's financial management systems are years out of date. And there's a list of legislation VA still has to implement. And of course, there's the pandemic. Senator John Tester is the chairman of the Veterans Affairs Committee. Dennis, simply put, your chief responsibility during this unprecedented time will be to save as many lives as possible. That includes advocating within the administration for VA's fair share of vaccines and ensuring timely and efficient deployment of those vaccines. And it includes efforts to ensure frontline workers have everything they need to take care of our sick veterans and protect themselves from coronavirus. How you care for your staff will mean everything. VA is tracking over 11,000 active cases of COVID-19, including about 450 employees. A total of 121 VA healthcare workers have died due to complications from the virus. The department so far has vaccinated nearly 230,000 employees and 430,000 veterans. McDonough says he'll review VA's response to the pandemic if he's confirmed. And he says two questions will drive every decision he makes. Will it improve access for veterans? And will it ensure better outcomes? When it comes to vaccines, McDonough says he'll demand a seat at the table as the Biden administration tries to meet and exceed its goal of giving 100 million doses in 100 days. The questions are going to be around communication, around access both to uh, vaccines, but then access to care in the case of infections. Similarly, we have to be serious about communicating clearly with the workforce, ensuring that the workforce has access to uh, vaccinations and protection. And the workforce has, as you said in your opening remarks, access to all the material that they'll need to do their job safely. Congress has grappled with striking a balance between VA and community care throughout the course of the last two administrations. The VA hospital in Phoenix covered up how long veterans were truly waiting for care, and the scandal forced a kind of reckoning with VA and Congress. 
Alaska Republican Dan Sullivan. You served in the Obama administration. My first two years in the Senate were the last years of the Obama administration. A lot of the issues I was dealing with were some of the big VA problems. The choice program, which in my state, the implementation was an utter disaster. It actually collapsed the system in Alaska. I mean, total disaster. The Phoenix wait time scandal. What did you learn from these? And do you think that experience is going to help you? Is that a liability, given your background? Here's McDonough. The lifeblood of a well-run, well-functioning organization or agency is timely, accurate information. That was not the case in Phoenix. The lifeblood of a well-run organization is accountability. Accountability happened in Phoenix, but it was slow. You all have subsequently change the statute to make that easier, and it won't ever happen again. McDonough worked with Congress during the Obama administration to craft the VA Choice Act. Congress later revised it with the VA Mission Act, and Republicans want to ensure the new administration isn't going to undo the work they did to establish choice and then mission. Here's McDonough. Let me be very clear that community care will continue to be a key part of how the department cares for our veterans, full stop. I intend to implement the statutes that you all have enacted consistent with your intention and to do that in consultation with you on any of decisions that come before me. And as it relates to access standards, I will treat those sets of questions in exactly that same way, which is that I will work on those fully in consultation with you. Other members of Congress, though, view it a little differently. They're concerned shifting VA dollars to community care providers could pave the way for privatization. I do not support privatization. I do recognize that community care will continue to be a part of how the the VA provides care to veterans. So we have to ensure that that VA is being a good partner in community care, timely paying of bills, maintaining an effective, vibrant network. At the same time, we have to ensure that this integrated health model continues to draw on the success and the excellence that is obvious throughout its workforce. The Senate VA committee will vote Tuesday on McDonough's nomination. Multiple Republicans say they'll support him. Here's Tester. If you are transparent and respectful of oversight, we can be your biggest proponents and your best partners. During your predecessor's nomination hearing, I told him the sacred mission of serving the veterans and their families must always transcend personal agendas or political affiliations. In the end, I believe he's lost sight of that, and I called him out for it, and I will hold you to the same standard. There is a great political divide in this nation, but veterans across the country and the members of this committee are united by a very basic expectation. The next VA secretary needs to be an individual of honesty, integrity, and vision, who listens to the veterans and puts their well-being above all else. If you keep your head down and live up to that expectation, you will be successful. And in the end, we all want you to succeed because veterans across this country need you to succeed. 
Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.